broadcasting live. Weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. Well, 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 good morning. We're going to have fun this morning. Uh, Hannah's here. She's in the green room with a blue dress on, and um, her detox is over. She's going to tell you all about it, and she's going to tell you the recipe. Just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's Friday morning, and uh, that's when Hannah Walheiser joins us. And we just talk about stuff, you know, we just talk about stuff. And we're not sure what we talk about, but we end up talking about a lot of stuff. So if you'd like to talk about stuff, your stuff, or my stuff, or Hannah's stuff, or the Matrix stuff, you can call 888-663-6386. It's the 29th of September. We are live here. Uh, so call. Oh, we got to, hold on a second. Let's, got to turn on faceplant. And I, I don't know. We are we are um, we are doing faceplant now. So you, oh, I think we did the last time you won. So we can't say the V word, okay? So we're gonna put. I'm gonna title this one. Patrick, I should have done this before, but Hannah. Friday, September twenty. Kind of tricky doing this face plant thing. So enough about that. Now we're going to say hi to Hannah. Good morning and blue dress. Look at you, man! You just look like you're ready to go dancing, not do a broadcast. I love dancing, actually. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> you look great. Thank you too. How was how was your little detox? You weren't able to be with us last week. You know, we didn't we didn't tell stories about you, but you know. We could have. I would have been okay with it. <laughs> I love a good story. I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's over. But um, I've kind of been like evolving with some stuff based on this entire year. And I think it kind of all caught up to me last week in a physical sense. Um, but a lot of it was was grief. And underneath grief, I think some acceptance. And so mm. I was actually dealing with stuff in my lungs. It was crazy. Wow. Um, but it's, it's, that is out. And uh, I had a very amazing brunch with my best friend yesterday. And we were talking about a whole bunch of things. And uh, I'm finding my way back to some things that I think have gotten lost in the shuffle this year. So, yeah. yeah. Is it a great how we get things shuffled up, as you say, and then then at a certain time, the body just says, "Okay, well, let's 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 reshuffle, re reset, and go through some some things." And hmm, it's a wonderful system, isn't it? It's really cool. Yeah, and I think it's like, um, like as soon as I could, I could feel the heaviness like setting in to my lungs. I think um, even before, mm-hmm. and I was like, right away, I'm like, "Oh, this is grief." Like I know this is grief. I can feel it. So, yeah. I'm better and brighter, grateful, moving forward. All the good and, stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pew. Yeah. Onward, onward through the clear skies. I used to say onward through the frog, but I'm not going to do that anymore because. I like that. Why, why, would, you, <laughs> why would you put that out there? <laughs> Isn't it funny how it's so easy to, to slip into saying these little things, you know. And you just kind of carry them with you. 
I did something about the phones we were talking about, and I said something about a moment ago, off the air, I said something like, oh, you know, the phones go out every couple days, right? And then I caught myself, and I said to Hannah, no, no, I'm not going to say that phone is great. But these things, it's really important, you know. We put these little things in our mind, and boy, they'll just come right back, won't they? They'll mm-hmm. just come right back out. And before you know, you're believing it. You know, mm-hmm. before you know, you're you're telling your neighbors, well, my phone goes out every other, you know, day. And it just doesn't, you know. <laughs> Sometimes it does, but not every other day. Oh, yeah. man. These yeah. little minds, these little computers, man, they it sticks to everything. It's a little sticky. <laughs> yeah, words are energy for sure, and our, our beliefs behind them. And that's why it's so important what we say to other people and ourselves. Yeah. Especially what we say, and I, it feels there's a lot more juice to it when we say it out loud than just think it, but it's probably all the same. But, you know, me being a spiritual nerd, I, I'm always trying to figure these things out exactly, you know. Yeah, you know, well, maybe it's a different vibration, like the sound, the actual sound yeah. vibration of a word. It would make sense that it has maybe more influence. Yeah, yeah, where you speak it in into reality, you know. Yeah, with the breath, the prana, yeah. Somebody said in the beginning was the word. Who was that? Yeah. Some, somebody said that. That's in the Bible. In the beginning was the word, and I the was word was God. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who said it. Whoever wrote that book Whoever said wrote that. It. I think it was, who knows. If you'd like to join us on the show, and you can talk about anything that you like, you don't have to follow our stream of consciousness, which can get pretty streamy. <laughs> At 888 6386. If you're just watching on BitChute now, that means the show is over and you can comment and peeps come in and comment. Just be nice. Don't get snarky. My goodness, sometimes you people on BitChute get pretty snarky. Don't do that. Just be nice. Boy, they really get snarky over the whole flat earth thing. Oh my goodness. Every time we mention it or do a show, Steve Falconer or Dave Weiss or man, that they just come out of the woodwork and just Fight with each other. So, I don't know why that is. I just watched that interview that you did with him recently, the other day. He's a trip, good. isn't he? <laughs> I really appreciate his perspective and energy on a lot of things, not just that. So Yeah, he's a good guy. I, yeah. I had quite a, um even more meaningful conversation about um, the other, uh, about uh, parasites. And I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he's, uh, on, on track here with it, which more and more of us are thinking. I haven't had a chance to talk personally with Cowan or Kaufman, a little bit with the Baileys and uh, Mike Stone. I have, and uh, pretty much the the reasoning now is similar to germs that, that these guys are there for a reason, you know, to clean up uh, dead tissue that we have created mostly by... Um, Faulty thinking, number one, mm-hmm. number one. Wow. wow. Boy, Big G just threw it a curveball on that one, didn't he? You know, come down here and and at some point you realize that everything that you think and believe is in our body. I mean, you know, I, I didn't see that on the fine print, you know, when I came here. I didn't, well, I didn't read it, actually. <laughs> I didn't get that memo either, Patrick. <laughs> Wow. 
must have been a windy day. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, it just it does make sense because if we make the argument that I talk about and I believe and many believe to be true, that we're here for a spiritual unfolding and a reason and create what we want so we can say, wow, this this creation thing is pretty cool. I'm just going to have a good life and have some fun and help others. That we have to have the ability to be the creators and then whatever comes out, the good, the the good, the bad, and the ugly, it has to be like that, right? I mean, how would it be different where, you know, if you worry about something, you create something, or if you're happy about something, you create something. It would have to be, right? Because we're just the, um, we're just the, how would you say it? We're just, um, oh, we're just putting the energy spirit where we think it to be, Right? Does that make sense? Like a conduit kind like of a, thing? I Is like that? that word. That's why you get paid the big bucks, girl. <laughs> a conduit. <laughs> we are a conduit, right? A conduit. Mm-hmm. So it would have to work that if we conduit, um, you know, positive or negative, it would conduit, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm. This, it's, uh, have you been thinking about this this week? A lot, this yeah. Been- yeah. Because we must be in sync again. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of crazy. Just the stuff that I was actually just talking about yesterday with my best friend. And we were talking about all of this. And uh, and I don't know what you think, but I think so many of the distractions that we have in this modern age um, take us away from all of that stuff. Like you're talking. I think it takes us away from our ability to even create at times. Um, and I think it holds us down because we get caught up in all this, for lack of a better word, bullshit. I, did she just say that? Did she just say that? That cute, I own girl, it. That cute little girl in a blue dress that said BS on the air? <gasps> uh, yeah, yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. Um, I, I think that's the ploy, isn't it? The the, the earth plane uh, conundrum or the the game that they're playing, whoever they are, right, to uh, to keep us tied up in nonsense or BS, as you say, and then um, we're off in Wonderland. And uh, uh, my experience is that that we need or want or should be in the moment, just saying and thinking what we want, not what anybody else wants, not what anybody else wants. You know, what we want. And it's tricky, boys. Whoever invented this internet thing, they knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah, they were brilliant. <laughs> Just brilliant. Just brilliant, right? Just brilliant. So good. <laughs> I know. You know, uh, I think I, I think the word on the around the campfire is that it actually came from uh, the military. You know, it originated with the military, but that the the powers that want to be or could be or should be or I wish these powers that could be, should be, would just go to some island and fight with each other. I mean, that would be good, right? Just, you guys go over there. Well, they need our energy to function, so right. they have to be with us. Yeah. <laughs> they do live yeah. off our, our juice, don't they? They do, absolutely. Um, here's an email from Greg. 
how did Hannah like the Perseum? Well, she hasn't liked it as, as well because I haven't sent it to her yet. These people pay attention. I know, that's amazing. <laughs> These people pay attention. I said, I'm going to send it. Actually, I don't know what's happening with Perlsium. I need to, I'm going to email Ruland Chu today because they haven't been sending out orders. I don't know if they're out of stock and it's, something's not happening. But you can go on there and order some Perlsium and, and see if you get it. That's not good. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. But I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Perlsium right now. Is it okay to drink someone else's urine? You two talked about urine therapy. Is it beneficial too? No, I don't think so. I think that gets a little on the weird side. <laughs> I think you're moving into areas that you don't want to go. See, the whole point on with the urine that it is a molecular um, distillation of all of our stem cells and DNA and blood and everything, that it's a, like a homeopathic dose to help get the body more back in balance. And that's why sometimes we drink our pee. So, you know, I mean, I could drink Hannah's urine, but then I could turn into a trans or, you know, and wear blue dresses. And that wouldn't be good. I think I'm a girl. <laughs> I really am sure I'm a girl. I'm just sure. Oh, who I want to know what the listeners think or have done. Are other people out there drinking other people's I don't think they, I think this fellow is just being <laughs> silly. Uh, <laughs> he just he came up with these questions and so he sent them in. So I said, well, please call in and let us know if you've done that. <laughs> oh, are, what are your thoughts on this? Is a good question because I don't have many. Hannah may know more about this than me. What are your thoughts on October 4th with the government sending out emergency broadcast frequencies? What will Patrick do to prevent aura zapping from these frequencies? Aura zapping? Have you heard about aura zapping? So I thought it was November 4th, not October 4th. Well, you're a month um, behind, girl. No, that sounds like me. <laughs> so that's okay. good. Uh, yeah, I have heard about this plan and these things that, you know, you're going to get zapped and whatever people are going to be taken down. And of course, then when I hear things like that, I always go to my mom and I'm like, so mom, like, what do you think about this? And she said she thinks that's just this deep state plan and it's not going to work. And she has this whole reasons why there's been, I don't know, she follows QAnon and a lot of different things like that. But she's like, I don't think that's going to happen. So. What about you? I, oh, yeah. I, 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 you know, I just heard that they're going to do some kind of emergency broadcast system to test. Mm -hmm. you, always, you always want to be paying attention when the government wants to do something like this. I mean, they were doing uh, a big test on 9-11, 2001. Huge test. So, you know, so they could do something weird. Now, this idea that they could send something through your cell phone and bust your aura, I'm not, I'm not down with that one at all. I, I don't even think they have the technology to do that. I think that's fear porn myself. But I'll leave my phone on. I want to see. I want to see if I feel anything. I don't care. <laughs> I want to see what I hear it. What it sounds like. I think it's noon to two. Maybe uh, you are listening or watching. We'll know more about it than Hannah and I know because. 
we obviously are not up to date with the October 4th thing. Is that a Wednesday? Is that a Wednesday? So when you say noon to two, like what time zone are we in here? Because that's going to Well, affect- I mean, you know, I mean, come on, you want to get geeky here? I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. And now it's already <laughs> sounding ridiculous if we don't know when it's I think it was now. noon. Somebody, somebody will tell us. Would you all, somebody Google that and send it to us? Yeah, I don't trust any of it. I, I, I don't know. Let's see. Is it? No. This is something else. Sound it looked like. So I don't know. Back in the day in in um, in radio, and then you still hear it some time to time. Um, they used to do a test of the emergency broadcast system, and you would just mm-hmm. put on a little tape, and it was just all BS. You weren't testing anything. It was just a tape. Yeah, come on. It was just like, you know. And they did it for like 30 seconds. And then an, another tape would come on and say, this has been a test of the emergency broadcast system. Uh, where there's an actual emergency, the ban on prayer in schools would be lifted. No, no, that's, that's not right. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Followed by this is only a test. This, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and this is only a test. Yeah, they'd always follow it by that. I think it's all made up. I think all of it. I don't think, I don't even know if they have an emergency broadcast system. But evidently, uh, somebody up in Washington or down there, depending on where you live, decided that'd be a good time to do it. So these rascals, I I don't trust anything that they do, so no telling what it's about. (laughs) I have no idea. It's getting hard to follow it all. It's like connect the dots. But there's a lot of dots missing. Yeah, yeah, there's so many dots that you don't even want to connect them anymore. And um, boy, there, there's been something strange with me at night. Something going on because I am being guided, trained, or I'm on a leash to spend less and less time even giving any um, giving any energy to any of this stuff. Because it's popping up in my dream life like stronger and more mm-hmm. than ever before. So for me, yeah. just me, divine spirit saying, Patrick, don't, don't even watch it because it's got to come back out. Don't even watch it. Leave it alone. Nobody cares. It's just politics. It's just nonsense. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's what I've been feeling now from my end that's the exact train that i've been on and i just had this conversation with julie julie if you're listening she is the most yeah it's so crazy that you're saying this and she said she said um she's like i told her i said i've been having trouble sleeping for about like a week Mm -hmm. and she's like me too she's like i think there's something cosmically like going on and i was just sharing some stuff that was going on in my life kind of related to burnout and what i've been experiencing And she, this is why I love this woman. I love her to death. She grabbed my hand and she said, Hannah, she said, you need to spend time with yourself and remove yourself from all of this crap and just figure out what it is you need right now to move past this. And I told her, I said, uh, she's like, all this stuff that's pulling at you that you're thinking about, that you're worried, you're stressed out about, you know, work or bills or what's going on, you know, she said, it's minimizing your power. She's like, it's minimizing you. Hmm. 
and uh, and I and I got like a little teary eyed, and I oh. said, "Well, what if I don't feel strong enough to sit with myself to like heal myself right now?" And she said, "Hannah, that's a cop out." I'm, this is why I love this. Woman. I love this woman. I just get her on the show. I love her. Really, where are you? Yes, she said, "Hannah, that's a cop out." She's like, "You do have the power to heal yourself." She's like, "You're just disconnected." And, um, and so we kind of, we were talking about the exact thing of what you were saying about like, let's move beyond all these superficial things that are draining us. They're draining our life battery. They are minimizing us. They're taking our power away. It's ruining our intuition. It's killing creativity. And let's get back to what is really important. And I believe that is relationships. I believe that is relationships, and I believe that healthy relationships, not only with ourselves but with other people, we that like the tail can wag the dog. I know it sounds like obscure, but I think that's the only way we'll ever see change in, in in a global way is if we change the way we're relating to each other. We don't even do that anymore. Right? Like yeah. we're not relating to ourselves. We're not relating to each other. We're not. We're not even doing it. We're not even listening. We don't know how to listen to people. I, we don't. I understand. I don't know. It, it's so tough. Gonna, I can preach a little sermon here. I'm going to stop. No, no, no. You're doing great. It's tough. Um, we um, we promote uh, the the blue shield and Shen Blossom. You hear me talk about it. And these companies were started by Brandon and Natalie Amalani, and they mm-hmm. live in Kansas City couple of kiddos and they came to Austin I think Wednesday night to be on a talk show here a fellow by the name of Luke Story kind of big guy all the talk show people hang out in Austin you know Alex Jones and Joe Rogan and Luke Story and I'm on the fringe and so I went over to Wimberley to meet him. And we had such a good time just talking. And, but, you know, and everybody was listening to everybody. And nobody was ever trying to convince anybody of everybody, you know, buddy. And it was just so, like, it was so, I don't get a lot of that either because I live out in the sticks, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't get out anywhere. And I agree, I think that uh, it's very healing just to talk to each other and not try to convince somebody of somebody else, something. Just talk. Just It's just like, yeah. It's communion. I, I, feel, I feel like that's communion with other people. And we are meant to be in communion with others and to connect and to communicate. And it is through those things that I think we enhance our own selves like that's just what people are designed to do and we're not doing that we're just like in our house on our phone not getting together people aren't cooking together anymore they're not getting together for family dinners like how many of talking to our neighbors anymore like nobody's doing any of the things that made us human beings we're not doing it anymore because we're pissed off because of their facebook page or or whatever (laughs) so we're not it's like ridiculous well let's start doing it yeah, it's it's so funny you mentioned that. I mean, we are in some kind of wavelength here. Um, I some a couple neighbors that I hang with that you know talk to every now and then, and um, uh, I'm going to do a little dinner real soon and have them all over and 
cook some pasta for them. They're thinking the same thing. I mean, we got to do this more often because, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know when we were growing up. Gosh, we were, we were all, my, my neighbors, my mom and dad, they would sit out on the front lawn every night of their life with neighbors that would come down. You'd see some neighbors walk down with their lawn chairs. I get goosebumps talking about this. It was really sweet. My next door neighbor, they'd come over and um, there would be like six or eight of them out there every night when it was, mm-hmm. the weather was, was, uh, was good. And they'd mm-hmm. drink a few beers and they would just talk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and us kids wouldn't hang out with them much because they were talking about stuff. We didn't, you know, we didn't care. So we'd go out in the mm-hmm. street and play ball or do something, you know. And then generally we were in bed, too, by the time they did their thing. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Just a whole other world. Do you see people? Yeah. I guess your houses aren't really close together. Are they close together where you are? Homes? Um, on my particular road, they're not that far apart. Like, yeah, yeah I can, like, Woody's house is right over there. <laughs> Woody's my least favorite neighbor, and I'm sure he's not <laughs> listening to the show. So Woody, but yeah, they're they're not that far away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we used to do a thing too. It was only once a year, but it was pretty cool. We used to do a block party, so mm. you get permission from the whoever you get permission from to put out these horses. You know these wooden horses, and you block out the whole street, the yeah. whole street. And that was fun. And then they yeah. barbecue, and we do a whole a whole thing on a Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Yeah, that was cool. And then let's see. And then the entire family went to my grandma's house every Sunday. Never missed. Yeah. Never missed. Yeah. All the all the kids. I mean, there must have been twenty five kids there. That was That's really so cool. That was really cool. I would like to do that yeah. again. Wouldn't that be fun? It's I think it's important. You know, I was watching um a Netflix series on longevity. I don't know if I said this the last time about the blue group, blue zones. Oh, yeah, the blue um, zone. Yeah, I know. It's those Dan Buechner. I, right. I think that's his name. I could be ruining it. Um, but one of the key factors to longevity and wellness is actually these long-standing traditions that we have oh. connecting with other human beings. It's oh. in every one of them. Oh. And we're not doing it here, and we're also dying and getting sick here. Um, so I think we need to like get back to it. Yeah. I think it has great benefit. Yeah. There's a little place in Dripping Springs that every now and then I'll go and have lunch. Really cool little spot. And uh, oftentimes I'll just go by myself or because I don't really have a lot of peeps to do that with. And um, you hear people talking, and it's really interesting. Most of the chit-chat, most of it, is people talking about what medicines they're on Mm. and what their doctor is doing. And, wow. It's like, it's a lot. Yeah. Mm. That interesting that that's on their top of their mind there. Sounds like my grandparents. Really? Mm. They talk about, oh, we went to the doctor for this, we went to the doctor for that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've been getting kind of snarky about doctors. I don't want to create any doctor karma. But whenever I think about it, 
I've mentioned it a few times during the week. I mean, these people should know better, shouldn't they? Doctors? I mean, aren't they smart enough to know that what they're doing is not working? And do they have some kind of obligation to say, wait a minute, I, I need to do more research here because what maybe I've been taught is not right. I mean, Dr. Cowan did it, Dr. Kaufman did it, Amanda Vollmer did it, the Baileys did it, right? Um, um, they, they've all, yeah, they all did it. They just said, wait a minute, I don't think I'm going to be a doctor anymore because this is crazy. So it can be done, but um, it's, it's, it's hard, boy. Going to a doctor, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. That's why you should try not to go. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks <laughs> that's, what for I, that. that's what I most people I'm myself. Um, but I, you know, I think that you know, I think it's worth exploring why they're not asking questions about it. And and there are a lot of people in this world that don't ask questions or don't question anything. And if there's one thing I can thank my mother for, if oh, you're she listening, yeah, is she taught me to question everything. She taught me to do that. Um, but I think there's a lot of people that have never learned yeah. that or they just feel like they, they don't even see the need or want, and they might not have the spiritual discernment to even Ask. check themselves. Yeah. 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 It's, it's very, very challenging. But I think they have some responsibility. So if you're a doctor, you need to learn some more stuff because their understanding of the body is just not right. You know, it's just not just not right it's just well, it's very incomplete it's um, very incomplete yes but who are they funded by well yeah medical schools are funded by pharmaceutical companies the and boys. The, yeah. it's all it's it is a broken system it so. is totally broken yeah you look at some of the yeah you know, the medical schools university of texas and all these places huge amount of money that goes in from Big Pharma. They, they write a lot of the curriculum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> control freaks. What control freaks are they? <laughs> Boy, they are, man. They, they are. Hi, Patrick. Uh, I despise most doctors. <laughs> They're arrogant. They lie. Many never cared about anyone else to begin with, and they regularly harm people. Only job where you can still get paid for either doing nothing or having or harming people. They go to work every day and do very little. Unfortunately, that's pretty much true with a lot. I, I can't get too snarky about them because they've been programmed. You know, on their days mm-hmm. they're confused. And I know they're good people and they mean well. But after a while, I don't you think I think it's their to this email, I think it's their responsibility to look in the mirror every now and then and say, you know, my patients don't get better. I just give them meds and they come back and I give them more meds. So, you know, what I'm doing is it, I think it's their responsibility and their karma, but it's above my pay grade. I'm not getting involved with doctor karma, man. It's, I don't need any more than I got. I got enough just what I just said. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't disagree that, it, you know, in an idealistic world and kind of the way I view things, I do think that, we need to take into account our personal responsibility or accountability to others. We have to, right? But I think that we're, 
But I think many people don't do that in many professions. There's there's a lack of that across the universe. Um, but the Hippocratic Oath does say do no harm. Um, and so I guess it, it's, you know, the era that we're living in is defining what does that mean? Because we can't just say do no harm means do no harm. We have to be like picking it apart and be like, what does harm mean to you? So Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a conundrum. Um. Oh, good to hear the, the dental information you put forth. Uh, dental is so key to our work and happiness. Yeah, we did a whole thing about root canals and stuff not long ago, and and uh, it's good to talk about that. We're going to get Dr. Nunley uh, back on to um, to to talk more about these things. It, it really is um, very important, these root canals, cavitations, mercury, to get these things cleaned up. Very, very important. Uh, it's just extremely hard on the body to have a root canal. Really hard. That's your dentist. Is that your dentist, yeah. Patrick, that you talked about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's really cool. I went out there last Thursday. I had a, a tooth that had a crown. I think I told you about 50 years ago or something. And it just died, you know, the root just died so he needed to go in there and clean all that out and put in uh, poly which we talked about it a little bit PRPs they shove it in there right poly which how do you say poly rich you knew it you knew it a week ago no I don't think I knew oh, I, maybe I, I was talking to someone anyway sure. they take your blood and they spin it in a centrifuge and they get this gooey stuff and this is what they put up in the after they take the root out, and hmm. then this is what causes the bone to form. Wow! PRPs. What a, let me get the thing. It's pretty. Now my dentist is pretty. He's way up on stuff like this. Um, so it's PRP in dentistry. It's really great. Really great stuff. So. He does a lot of things with PRPs. Mm. Oh, platelet-rich, platelet-rich, uh, I don't know what the last word, but it's dead plate, uh, blood platelets. Oh, plate, here it is. Platelet-rich plasma. Plasma. Oh, plasma makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah like Darko mm -hmm. talks about plasma. Plasma is red and white cells. And so this is what they use to build the bone. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? Very cool. So this is what they also use. Um, you know what cavitations are, Hannah? Do you mean like cavities or some, that's no, not? Something else. Uh, something else. Nope, I don't know. We Tell learned me. about cavitations about 15 years ago. This is... When they, when they pull out a tooth, right, they, dentists, they're supposed to cut a ligament, cut a ligament, and they're not taught to do this in dental school. And when mm. you don't cut the ligament, and you also stuff the patient's mouth with cotton after pulling the tooth, and send them on their way, riding home bumpy roads, the chances of it clotting properly 
very low. And if mm. the blood doesn't clot, the blood doesn't form a bone to fill up the hole that you just pulled out. You following me? Mm. That causes a cavitation, which mm. is just an empty space where all kinds of little cooties get down. Mm. Get down and dirty. And they mm -hmm. create the same thing that happens with a root canal. Wow. Yeah. So many people who have had teeth pulled have cavitations and they don't know it. And um, every tooth refers to a different organ in the body. Did we talk about this? No. Oh. But we're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're going to. This is like show and tell. I, I hadn't planned on this. Oh, <laughs> this is not Darko Valchuk. I'm sorry. I, I mean, really? I take credit for all that. Okay, <laughs> let, me, let me just change this. It's always something, you know. I mean, it's just always something. Guest title? None. I like being other people sometimes. <laughs> You don't look like Darko. You're way cute, Darko. Okay, so this, oh, I'm going to do me. So this, this is a tooth chart. Can you see that? Kind of, not really. You see all the teeth here? This would be the center line, and this would be the tooth right in the middle, and then it goes up this way. So this would be tooth in the back and the right back. So each tooth, this is so cool, each tooth is tied to a particular organ, the meridians. So you could have a cavitation, for example, and um, a lot of the people get a cavitation, get a, like the wisdom teeth pulled or the second to the back pulled because there's not enough room because we forgot to eat meat <laughs> for a couple hundred years or a thousand. That's what the that's what they say. Okay. See, our jaw, this is so cool. Our jaw used to be big enough to take all the teeth long ago for millions of years. And then when we start eating grains and sh more sugar and more vegetables, our jaws did not grow as large. But mm. we are genetically wired in to have so many teeth, Right. So the teeth come in, and there's not enough room, and that's why everybody gets teeth pulled out back there. Our kids have to have braces, because there's just not enough room for the teeth. But the dietary diet did that. The Western Price, who was a dentist, he figured this out, the Western Price Foundation. Pretty much animal mm. foods are necessary to form the jaw that you want. Okay, so... So each tooth is tied to a particular organ. So say you're on the right-hand side and duct, a dentist will go in there and um, pull out a tooth and doesn't, does not do it properly. Right? Um, can form a cavitation like a root canal and Infect, it's in, it gets infected, and if you don't get it taken care of, 
then it, it is causing harm and then puts things out out of whack in the body. So, I mean, it, it works on, you know, things like um, kidneys, intestines, heart, bladder, every organ of the body, kidneys, lungs, spleen, stomach, mammary glands. It's a big one for breast cancer. Well, we've done mm-hmm. shows years ago how there was this doctor in North Carolina and he he did all kinds of studies on women um, presenting with lumps and stuff and they had almost all the time a root canal or cavitation in the teeth that tied directly to the breast. Pretty interesting, huh? So that's the way that works. Wow. This, this tooth that I, uh, that was dead, it's the first one over, right, from the middle, which is tooth number seven. And if you look at tooth number seven, it's on the pineal gland. That's cool. Bladder and kidneys. And this is fascinating to me. For the last two or three years, I'd say two years, I've had some energy down at the bladder that was just there, you know, it was just there, not a big deal. You could feel it every now and then when you paid attention. It's just kind of energy. You probably know what I'm talking about. And I, I always just thought, well, um, it's going to just work itself out. I mean, what else am I going to do? Go to a bladder doctor and do some tests? No, I'm not going to do that. So I just knew that it was something. I didn't know what. And then when this came up and found out the root, I, def- I looked it up, and this this tooth is right on the bladder meridian. Hmm. And already within a week, that that energy is quieted down already, and it's not even healed up. Isn't that cool? It's amazing. It's just amazing, just amazing. Yeah. And that that often is guys and girls. Why one has to pee more often than you would like, especially at night, the guys blame the prostate, right? Because that's the number one thing, but it's generally the bladder, and the bladder just doesn't release all of the urine that it needs to because of the energy there, maybe a little of inflammation, and so you've got to go back sooner than later and I've noticed this, that I was getting up often during the night. And I knew it wasn't the prostate, and I knew it was the bladder, but I didn't realize till a couple of weeks ago that it was on the tooth. Wow. I know, it's so cool. These bodies are just amazing, aren't they? Just, cool. <laughs> just amazing. So, sometime when you got some bucks and you feel like exploring, you could go to a really good dentist, really good one. That's tricky. And um, they have special x-rays called cone cone beam that they can look and they can see if you have any cavitations. Mm. And if you have cavitations, they can go in, clean them out, fill them up with PRP, and who knows what kind of different organ connections 
you're going to be all better, happier, cuter, and live longer. Wow. I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. I know. Well, that's why you're here, because you, well, want, I'm here to listen. You, want, you want to hang out together. That's why we're together, so we can hang out with each other and talk. Yeah. And talk. <laughs> this is one word, network.com. Stay right there. Yeah. H- Hannah's with us. If you care to join the show, uh, please do. Um, call or email questions about this dental geeky stuff. It's amazing. I think it was 2009. I mean, you just can't make this stuff. 2009, a dentist in Wimberley uh, called me, which is just a little town 20 minutes from here, and said, um, I'd like you to meet somebody. I, I think he, he knew I was doing a talk show. I'd like you to meet somebody and, and show you about cavitations. And I went to this, um, this, um, he had this trailer set up. Well, I, I'll, I'll talk more about it with, with Hannah when we go back. But anyway, so uh, the Dental Stenoff is really, really important. If you go to oneradionetwork.com and you can, you can uh, put in uh, root canals, dentistry, mercury fillings, cavitations, uh, Dr. Nunley. We've interviewed lots of peeps over these 15 years, and you can listen to a lot of these shows and learn about this stuff. And it's really important because as you've just heard, it's a kind of a silent thing that you don't even know is going on. So I could be having this little bladder thing. It wasn't a big deal, but who knows? And maybe something like that could turn into bladder cancer, Right or prostate cancer, or and nobody would ever, ever know, because nobody says, well, do you have any root canals or mercury fillings or cavitations? Very few dentists really know this stuff. Well, more and more. So that's just important. If you're going to really look into that, boy, be careful of what dentist you choose, because we've heard a lot of horror stories when you go to a dentist and they call themselves a biological dentist, and you have no idea what they're doing. They just call themselves that, right? You really got to do your work and ask some questions. And I think there's a website, International Association. I'll get the, the Dr. Nunley talks about. I'll find that, that website and put it in the show notes here on the audio on One Radio Network. And uh, so you can help you find a really good dentist. But you got to be careful because there's some dentists that will go in there and just rip out your mercury fillings because they think it's cool, and they don't have, have special air filters. you got to have stuff in there sucking all the mercury out because it gets exploded when you pull it out, and you start breathing that in, and it's not good. So, a lot of stuff to it. Okay, I just want to tell you about some of the products that we promote. If you'd like to buy some stuff, uh, we have Shen Blossom, which is um, headed up by uh, Brandon and Natalie Amalani. Wonderful products, boy. Cool stuff. Just go in there, click on it, and just look at some of some of the um, some of the products they have. The sauna is uh, a very uh, nice thing to have if you're going to want to detox ongoing. Ongoing. I'm going to put that on my list to send one to Hannah. We have we have um, pearl sim and sauna. When we get it in the budge to have enough to send her one, we're going to send her one of those. And then Pearl Sim, Pearl Sim, 
It's the least we can do for her to come on every week. We're, we're not sure exactly what's going on with Pearl Seam, but uh, you go on there and uh, they'll tell you if they're out of stock or not. Then the Blue Shield, there's a big study that's been done on Blue Shield to, to help you um, with electromagnetic fields. And Brandon's going to come on the show, I think maybe next week, and talk about it. It's a big study that's just the bomb how powerful these things are to help you not be affected by electromagnetic fields. Very important. The hydrogen is an incredible technology. Promo code one radio. Get a hydrogen machine. You can breathe the gas, drink the water. I do it almost every day, and I think it's a wonderful thing. And this guy, well, we like this product more and more. I ordered some about uh, two weeks ago. I've been taking a lot of it, and I think there's a lot, uh, a great deal to this product. It is microalgae, and it's of all kinds of really good things. There's spirulina um, microalgae. There's dutalena salina microalgae. There's all these fancy microalgaes. Lots of minerals, lots of um, trace minerals, lots of amino acids. Um, um, carotenoids. I mean, all the good things you hear about um, that you'd like to have in your little body. Um, just really, really fine product. Four different kinds of uh, spirulinas and microalgaes, and it's on BioAge. So there you go. There's a little thing for you. And then, if you have, if you know, a need or and no money for our products, but you'd like to support us, you can do that. And I can find the slide. I could show you how to do it. Of course, I can't find it right now because I can't find it. But you can just go to our donation page and send us some money every month, and we'd gladly accept it because we kind of need it these days because of sales. So we're with Hannah Walsheiser. Hannah, thanks for being here. So on the list, too, I don't know if you heard me, but then someday we're going to send you a sauna, too. All right. Yeah, yeah. I can't hear you. I lost you. That's because I was muted. Oh, that's because you were muted. Was it? That could be also fun if people had to read my lips. It would be fun. So, how about uh, just in general, folks you know, do you hear people that talk about uh, rising prices and having challenges making the little ends meet up, so to speak? know if it was your show when i was listening the other day when you were talking like talking about finances Mm -hmm. or if it's sometimes i hear things and i blend them all together um but i heard something that they said the average did you say the average american was four hundred dollars away from bankruptcy no i didn't say that i didn't say that no okay so i heard i heard this um don't ask me the source at the moment but i think that in general yes time inflation has made you know life harder for a lot of people um financially so Mm. i think that that that's true Mm. um i think like the spending that people used to do more frivolously um has changed you know because everything has and i think also there's a concern of you know what's coming next or or what's happening next so people are not as as quick to spend um but 
I don't know. I, I'm still buying the things that are important to me yeah. Yeah. for my health. So that that won't keep me from doing that because I feel like that's how I sustain part of my well-being. So that's just a priority for right. me personally. Yeah, yeah I think things. I, I think it, restaurants, even going out to eat. I don't know if you've been out to eat lately, but it's all more expensive. Is it? Yeah, I, I don't do it sure much. It yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's right. I, I think that's well said. Uh, obviously, prices are. Are, are high and I see it at the grocery store the things that I buy you know the meat and and um, meat <laughs> just the meat thing but and fish meat and seafood seafood especially it's like well I've seen some prices there that I don't know what that's about man you know it's like $25 yeah. a pound for cod or $30 a pound you know no way but I, you know I'll just buy shrimp you know I love shrimp. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just is, makes you think. And shrimp is really. <laughs> did you know shrimp is really good for you? Much more though. Yeah, than I've, I've really, I've really come to love it over the last couple of years. What? Tell me the benefits. Well, Ray Pete used to talk about it. You know, Doctor mm-hmm. Ray Pete, and he used to talk about clams and shrimp and oysters and these things that people don't think are very good for you, but they have all kinds of nutrients and all kinds of stuff that I don't know. It's above my pay grade. That are they're very, very, very good for you. So, yeah, mm. you can't eat too much shrimp, so go for it. Okay. What do you do? How do you do you just cook them and then how do you how do you cook shrimp? Um, it, well, I had this recipe where you actually like marinate the shrimp, um, almost like some Mexican type flavors and mm. then like lime juice and I eat it over rice. It's really, really good. But I just like frying it basically. Um, but yeah, it's super good. Oh, you fry I it? Like- you fry it? Well, it's like not fried in grease, but you're like sauteing it, I sure. guess is the word. Yeah. 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 We used to do uh, garlic and butter and garlic shrimp and then mix mm. it with pasta. My mom used to do that. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me hungry. <laughs> Don't get me hungry. Don't get me hungry. Here's Paul. He's in the UK. What do you think of Meghan Markle over there in the United States? What do you make of her and her antics? I I don't even know who she is. Do I know who? She, who yeah, she? she is the wife of, I don't know if it's Prince Harry, I believe. Um, so it would have been Princess Diana had two sons, Harry. Oh. And, so yeah, Markle would be Harry's wife. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're up on this, you know. I, I, I try. I got my I get my entire education on this kind of stuff at the checkout line at the HEB, right? Yeah. Yeah. The People <laughs> magazine, the cover. Oh, you know who's getting a divorce and you know who's not, who's having a baby. I mean, you get it all right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's always a pretty cool divorce happening every always week. Pretty, so yeah, always, yeah, always, always great divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only. I so I don't even know who she. So Megan is married to Harry. Harry is yeah. with Diana's, is Diana's son. Well, what, he's the youngest of the two that she had. There was, I think, William and Harry, right? I guess. I, so William, is he like the cool guy that's not being crazy, but Harry and Meghan are acting like fools around the country, is what I hear? Um, well, I think Harry was always a little bit wilder. Even in his younger years, I don't know what that necessarily means because I don't know if any of this is true. <laughs> um, 
but I don't know what they've been doing. I haven't heard. Um, yeah. and, and, really, I don't know what Paul's talking about. So I want to know because I don't follow what's going on in pop culture or real life. I live in my own little world. I think you can tell, Paul, from the our conversation that we're we're kind of um, um, we're kind of phasing out of pop culture because it's just silly. Yeah, we don't we don't give a lot of energy to that, Paul. Sorry, don't know much about Megan. What do you think about that? And I've seen some documentaries on Diana, and you'll get me crying here if I really think about it. Mm-hmm. She was such a sweet woman. And got caught up in this thing, and evidently King Charles was a real pain in the ass. You know, uh, mm-hmm. not only not only was he a pain in the booty, but he was having a, a relationship with this woman the whole time. What's her face? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What a terrible, oh yeah, what, what was her name? Oh, she she's not the queen. You know, whatever. You know, she's just uh, yeah. some chick he's been betting down with. You know, for the last thirty, forty years. Yeah. That's terrible. I mean, why would you marry somebody like Diana when you got this? Why don't you just marry her? Well, I think there's expectations, I guess, placed on royalty to marry a certain kind of person, to present a certain thing to the world, I guess. Now but. you just wait till mom dies and then you do whatever you want. And boy, you talk about geopolitics. He's a rascal, this Charles guy. I mean, we don't. We can't say it on Facebook, but you know what CC means, right? CC, when it involves the rain and everything, hurricanes, CC. Text me, Patrick. Oh, come on. You know that. <laughs> come on. Because if you say it on Facebook, they'll, they'll, maybe, maybe my brain is just okay. not fired. I'll just text yeah. it to you. Maybe once you tell me, I'll be like, oh, duh. <laughs> no, that's right. I'll just text it to you. Because... Um, um, when you, if you say it on Faceplant, they, they, don't, they don't like it. They're the number one. This is the number one thing that they really get, uh, get their hair on fire. I could, I could write it on a piece of paper so everybody else, well, everybody knows what oh, that is. Oh, it's Camilla. It was Camilla. That oh, Camilla. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So this is what yes. CC, there might be a way we could, we could do this. Oh, yeah, I got you. Okay, you got mm-hmm. it. That's one they. The Green New Deal, I think we get away with that one, where they're telling everybody that, you know, things are going to be different now, and you have to drive an electric car, and we have to take away your gas stove, and you have to have carbon credits. This is a big deal. Their whole globalist, crazy, psychopathic model is based on this idea that men and women, because of our behavior, are killing polar bears because the ice is melting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry because I love polar bears and I wasn't trying to do anything to kill them. Yeah, all, I, feel, I feel a little bit bad. I do. No, I, I, I know. I know. <clears throat> it's just amazing. It's oh. our footprint. We have to mind our carbon well, footprint. We got to mind our carbon print, footprint. And do you know that Trees eat up more car. Ever, trees eat it all up. Just being a tree—that's what trees do. Um, these people are just lying. They're just making stuff up. They're just making it up, and the media and just repeat it over and over and over.
Well, it makes us feel good. I'm sure that's why they're telling us. Yeah. And then you have, you know, the European Union and the World Health Organization, and they go to the UN, and that's all they talk about. This globalist cabal, they, and you said it earlier this morning, the C word that they care about is control. They just want to control us. That's their thing. That's their thing. Fear and control. Man. And you, especially souls of the female persuasion, that's the least of your things that you like, isn't it? Some guy trying to control you? Isn't that like the number one turnoff ever? Horrible. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I think guys feel the same way. I don't think guys like being controlled no by way. women either. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't feel good. I'm out of yeah. here. Boy, when that happens. Yeah. Right. I don't care how cute you are. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel good. No. We're all free, right? We are We are free to do what we want. We have to be able to maintain personal autonomy in our lives. Um, You guys should watch this. This is a general admitting that everything was pre-planned. Oh, we've seen this long ago. Yeah, this is Wesley Clark, 2007. So, yeah, we know that one. Thanks. Yeah, they just had this thing all planned out. They always do. That's what they do. Patrick, please tell your other listeners that the royals are all high-level Freemasons. Don't waste your time on those leeches. Oh. Yeah, you know, the Freemasons are getting a kind of a bad rap these days because now Russell Brand is being... Have you heard the Russell Brand stuff story? No, I don't know what's... Oh, we can talk about it because somebody... Enlighten me. Enlighten. Freemasons, you know, Freemasons are not all bad. Freemasons is just kind of like a a club, you know, like um, whatever, like the Shriners and, you know, evidently though, once you become a really high-level Freemason, they have been credited with doing a lot of spooky things. But I don't have any evidence to prove that. Now, we do have evidence that the Jesuits, these dudes, are really badasses. These dudes are the mafia of the, of the Vatican. Wow. They run the money. And they, they, you know what I mean? The Jesuits. They put you in a bag and tie a cement block to you and stick That's in the river. That's right. And you can end up in the East <laughs> River and uh, sleep with the fishes, as they did with the Godfather. The Jesuits are, and this is like proven, so this is not rumors, you know. So um, so the royals are Freemasons. I think they're also Jesuits. They're, yeah, they've been on the, in on the game for a long time, uh, the royals, the queen. You know the queen? I got it, sorry. The queen still, to this day, control New Zealand and Australia and Canada. Mm. Yeah. In Canada, you're just a subject. You're a British sub- subject going way back. I'm just shaking way, my head. That's the way it works. So, yeah, they're they're all they're all globalists. They're all spooky, and what can you say? But you might 
think about the possibility. I don't know if you've, but each president, after they're inaugurated, they make their trip and kiss the ring of the queen and the king. You've seen them do that? Mm-hmm. They always make a big deal. You know, Trump did it. They all do it. You got to go over there and say, yeah, we know that you're really in charge. You know, the Bank of England and the, and the royals and all that, they're all right at the top of the food chain with the, with the money, right? The Federal Reserve Bank and the they're right. It's such a big circle jerk, you know. It's just, we just got to stay out of their way, girl. I don't know what else to do. Well, thank you for raising the prices of cod. That's all I can say to the royal family and globalists everywhere. <laughs> yeah, this is so cool. It just came in five minutes ago. Boy, it's like they were thinking. Patrick and Hannah, thanks. I like it when you guys are on. Um, but I, I'm confused. Who are these globalists you people are always talking about? Who are they? Who are they? Well, I, 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 I'm just making this up. I don't know who they are. <laughs> if I had to guess, if I was on a game show and I was trying to win the car behind door number three, I would say they are, you know, the Vatican, um, the Bank of England, the, the, the Royals, and then would be like the Rockefellers, right, and the Rothschilds, the Carnegies, Carnegie Foundation, which pretty much keeps NPR on the air, which is all propaganda, you know communist propaganda. All the media, they're globalists. Big Pharma, Big Agriculture, Monsanto, you know, Bear. You know, these, the boys, you know, these are the globalists, the big guys, you know. All the bankers, they're globalists, you know. The dollar people, the euro people, the Bank of International Settlements, the Bank of uh, a European Central Bank, the UN, can't have the UN. The, uh, the World Health Organization, Klaus Schwab, and hit that crowd, the Davos crowd, we call them. They're all in on the deal. Everyone, you know. And all the media, of course, Hollywood. So these are the globalists. And these are people that are one-worlders. They believe we should have a one-world government. And these are the people at the WHO that want us to have another pandemic. And they want to control us and central bank digital currencies. The boys. We used to call them the boys. But the globalists is pretty good. It includes the girls, too. Did I leave anybody out, Hannah? Um, I think think there's more and more every day. I'm not sure. They're everywhere. everywhere. Depends what you you eat for dinner. And and sorry, I left out a few of the big players. Wow. Thank you. Elon Musk, Zuckerberg, Bezos, Google, Apple, Facebook, you know. uh, Musk is total globalist. I don't trust Mm -hmm. him as far as I can throw him. Um, And uh, they got them, you know. They, they, they get all of them. They, you know, Rogan and all the talk show people, Del Bigtree, they get them all. I don't, I don't, I, I can't prove that they're globalists per se, but I think they pay them enough money so they don't look too deeply into things, you know. Mm. Rogan only goes so far. Just so far. Same way with Del Bigtree. We've been trying to get uh, Dr. Cowan on with Del Bigtree, pretty big show and talk about that there are no viruses and he just didn't want to do it. Bobby Mm. Kennedy won't either. Um, Robert Kennedy says, well, you know, um, that's just a scientific thing and I just, I just don't know if I'm qualified to 
to, to talk about that. Really? You're not interested to look at it? So I suspect that at some point maybe the, the Kennedys were globalists as well. I don't know. I don't think you get in the presidency unless you're one of them, do you? I don't, I don't, I don't trust Trump. So. Oh, yeah, I, I think you, you got to be one of them, right? You got to be there to some degree. Yeah. Why would they let you in? Why would you let you, they let you in the club if you're not in the club? If they control everything. Now, the only thing that's curious, and this could just be a false flag. Here, listen, so we're talking about all this dumb stuff, and we were stuck talking about an hour ago how we shouldn't talk about it. I know, right? Let's talk like, about Smurfs or something else. Let's talk about what? Smurfs. Smurfs. What are, <laughs> what, I know. But anyway, so I, I, it is curious. You know, you, you wonder, I wonder about Trump a little bit because, I mean, they're doing everything they can to put him in prison. He's got four different indictments and he may just end up, um, you know, I don't think they'll put three, throw him in jail even if they get him, that they'll be house arrest and he could just be president from house arrest, the White House. That'd be cool. And anything's possible. So why would they be trying to kick his ass so much as they're doing? Or, but maybe it's just a cover-up. So they think that he's, we think that he's a, a good guy. I do tend to think that these things that are so sensationalized are, like everybody's in bed with everybody else. That's the way I feel. Like they're all on the same team. Um, I think it's very difficult to identify if anyone in positions of political power has any good intentions. And... Um, Yes, as we're speaking to energy and like where we're putting it, I think it's it's okay to be aware and be, and talk about these things. I would suggest to everybody listening not to take it into your body and carry it around. <laughs> yeah, don't take it seriously. It's just, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. We're talking. Um, we're just talking here, right? We're just talking. Yeah. Yeah, we're just talking. We're just yeah. take it so feels heavy. Like just let it go. <laughs> I think we, we we should get Hannah's mom on the show. So your mom, uh, you don't have to say if it's. If you feel like it's prying, she's a she's a flat earther. Yes, she would <laughs> definitely identify as a flat earther. Like she wasn't always. It's just been in the last like few years mm. that she, you know. But oh yeah, she's very interesting. She probably loved being on the show. Oh, I think she. I, I think she would. You know, we should have her on the show. <clears throat> okay, more emails. If you have emails, Patrick, they do not know better. Who are they? They need to accept some of the blame for the corrupt system going on instead of blaming the insurance company. Oh, I forgot the insurance companies. They're part of the game, too. And Big Pharma, they should accept some responsibility. Ask yourself if they were paid less, would they continue? They've killed so many people. Not sure what you're saying here. Oh, they're not going to accept responsibility. Right? Why would they? Nobody's calling them out. Except little shows like our little show and other people. Um, great synopsis, who are they? I would add that many, if not most, of the controllers are related, are intermarried. They are the Phoenicians, ooh, that go by many names, including the high-level Jews. They are the many families that go way, way back. They use trauma 
to control their own families and their um, Boy, that was a good one. Man, I like that. That was a sneeze. Yeah, they go away. You know, we've seen videos on this, and people do research on this, where all these families go way, way back. You know, way, way back. The old money families. The old money. Yeah, that old money. That old money who live in huge castles with mahogany, everything, you know. The old money. Yeah, they go way back. Way back. And the people that have studied this stuff say that four or five hundred years ago, these same peeps that are around today are the ones that are um, that did the whole heliocentric thing, right? Mm. Four or five hundred years ago, yeah. Mm. Because they thought that we were becoming too feisty and too spiritual because we were beginning to understand that we create our reality, right? Back then, we were doing things and using high energy, the ether, to build things. And they had electricity back then, it was just from the divine spirit. So we were getting pretty feisty and getting pretty full of ourselves and creating what we wanted, and the, the, the controllers didn't like it, so they paid people like, um, I don't know, the usual suspect, Einstein and, um, Who's the guy that supposedly in, invented gravity? Um, Caper- Newton? Newton, Copernicus, uh, all these people. I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess Newton identified yeah. gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they paid him a bunch of money to create, create all this stuff. That's how the story goes. And they told us that we were on a spinning ball and we weren't important. You're not important. You're not spiritual. No, 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 no. All the spiritual stuff is out there. Look, there's light years away. That's where it's all at. Just... Look at the stars. You're spinning on the sun and your hair's on fire and anything could happen, an asteroid or something could kill you and, oh my God, I mean, really. That's what it was about, in my opinion. So tell your mom she's on solid ground, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You're on solid ground. Oh my goodness. Um... We should mention Russell Brand, even though he's more of the pop culture, but it has a lot to do with um, the global eye, the people we just talked about, and what their plans are. So it could be useful information to you and I without getting too involved in it. Is it did you know Russell Brand at all? Do you familiar who he is? Yeah, I know who he okay. is, yes. Okay. Yeah. Very popular. He, he used to work for the BBC and... He's been around a long time. Funny guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Uh, just he's hilarious. Great. And he's just been really kicking booty and taking names the last year or so, especially about the globalists, about the bankers, really calling these people out. I mean, and he even gets on some big shows, you know, like um, on these network shows. And he just doesn't pull any punches. They don't even have him on anymore because... He mm-hmm. was going places they didn't want to go. Well, about two weeks ago, oops, women start coming forward saying that he raped them 10 years ago. You know, the same, mm-hmm. same playbook. And I don't, I don't trust it. I don't know 
I don't know Russell Brand. He may have done some weird things with women uh, 10 years ago, but most guys have rape. I don't know, you know. But so now um, YouTube demonetized him. Google kicking his butt. They, they, they're taking all of his money away that he was making. You can't do that anymore. They're just because he's been accused of rape. Accused. How much don't get, me started, don't get me started on the justice system. Oh, man, it is like so small. So and, and you know, how much money do you think it would take to find a few women and say, would you accuse this guy of raping you 10 years ago? You could just make up a story. Nobody can prove it. How much would it take? What is wrong with the world? Easy peasy, you know. I think a lot of that has gone on with Trump as well. I mean, I'm sure, well, who cares? I don't know Donald Trump. But, you know, so they're doing this. And, and on the social media, boy, Andy, everybody and everybody, they get on there and say, oh, yeah, well, he's a 48th Freemason and he's a slime. And, Patrick, I can't believe you're, 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 you're defending him. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying as far as I know, he's a nice guy and he's saying some good stuff. I don't have any proof that he raped somebody 10 years ago. Until he proves differently, I'm not going to... I mean, why would you do that? But people just think they know because they read it on the internet. Oh, yeah, well, he's a rapist, and boy. But boy, they're kicking his ass, and now they're talking about taking away his bank accounts. You know, just terrible. Look how easy it is oh, to defame someone's yeah. character based on hearsay. That's yeah. scary. That that's, is scary. That's scary. That's it, the problem. Tell folks That's what hearsay is in the court of law. Tell them what that is. It's this is all. I mean, that is awful. That's atrocious. 